Hello and welcome to the Green Industry Podcast with Paul Jamison. This show is all about helping lawn care and landscape professionals take your business to the next level. Paul is the author of three best-selling books, including Cut That Grass and Make That Cash, and his brand new book, 101 Proven Ways to Increase Efficiency and Make More Money in Lawn Care. Now available on Audible and narrated by Mr. Producer. Here's your host, Paul Jamison. Hey, what's going on, guys? Welcome to today's program. Our special guest today is James Mansky. He's the owner of Elkhorn Lawn Care out in Omaha, Nebraska. And uh, depending on the season, time of year, they have about 50 or 60 employees out there at Elkhorn. They're a rapidly growing company. They have about seven divisions where they uh, offer different types of services to their customers. And today, James is going to share with us about the SWOT analysis that he does in his business to analyze the company's strengths, their weaknesses, their opportunities, and their threats. And so that's what SWOT, is that an acronym, Mr. Producer, an acronym? Yeah, S-W-O-T, Strengths, Weaknesses, Opportunities, and Threats. And James is going to break down how we can do this, not only for our businesses, but even in our personal lives, how we can analyze what are our strengths, what are our weaknesses, what are our opportunities, and what are our threats. And so we're going to hear a quick word from today's show sponsor and have uh, James break this down for us and talk about how by analyzing our current state of our business, how we can know what adjustments to make to fine tune our lives and our businesses to take it to the next level. Like the best lawns, running a business requires a lot of maintenance. At some point, you got to invest in new tools. It's time to check out Roll by ADP, the first chat-based payroll app built specifically for small business owners. Roll understands your business challenges, especially time-consuming tasks like payroll, filing taxes, and onboarding. With Roll, you can run payroll from a job site in a matter of minutes. Visit GetRoll.com slash Green Industry to claim three months free. Hey, Paul. I'm so excited for today. It's going to be a great topic and great to see you as always. Yes, sir. Now, today we're going to talk about SWOT. S-W-O-T. What in the world is SWOT and how can it help us make more money in business? Yeah, so the SWOT analysis, some of you might have learned it in school but it stands for strengths, weaknesses, opportunities, and threats. So this is something that you can go over by yourself. You can go through as a business. Um, it's, it's a way to identify where you're currently at in life. So I love the SWOT analysis. I do this once a month personally and as a business. Sometimes I'll bring in some of our leadership from the business too. And you're just going to list it all out on a whiteboard or on a piece of paper. And you're, it's meant to detail out what you're good at, what you need to improve on, et cetera, et cetera. So what I love about the SWAT is you're going to first list out all of your strengths, right? Personally or as a business today, we can just talk about as a business. So are you good at following up? Are you good at um, over communicating customer service? Is a strength that your route density is on point? Are your prices where they should be at? So this is what you do really good. And this is almost your, um, your, your why, like, why are we the best option for our customers? Right. So listing all of those things out then can turn into your marketing plan. 
So once you identify, hey, we're really good at this, 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 those keywords should go into your social media posts. They'll go into your email marketing. They'll go into your advertising. They can even go into your mission vision statement. So that is the first part of SWAT. The weaknesses are maybe things you'd like to improve on. So the weaknesses could be, you know, we need to get better at billing, right? Or we need to improve on our follow-up. We need to improve on um, customer service or claims or whatever that might look like for your business. So the goal each month or each quarter is to look at those weaknesses and move them into your strengths, so that's where you want to focus most of the time on are those those weaknesses, right? So what needs to be put in place on the weakness side? So let's just say if it's estimating properly or if it's um, pricing. So if that's a weakness, identify what do we need to do to make that a strength? So, okay, we need to maybe plan out an estimator or we need to figure out what our true costs are to make sure we're making money. So this is just an easy way that every month you can go through what's our strengths, what's our weaknesses, how do we move our weaknesses to a strength by next quarter, by next month, whatever it is. There's no, it's not homework. It's not a set day or time that you need to do that, but it's something internally that you know is an issue that you as a company or you as a leader need to improve on with the help of your other, your leadership team. Um, so with those two, that's the top section of the SWAT, right? So I like to do it as quadrants. So you're gonna have this S, the W, the O and the T all in one, one piece, piece of paper. So we've already done the S and the W. So what's your opportunities now? So I think the opportunities and threats are more external factors. The strengths and weaknesses are internal, right? Those are things that you want to work on, but the opportunities and threats, those could be outside factors. So what's your, what's your big opportunities in your industry and your life? If it's, opening up another location, if it's creating a CRM, creating a program, if it's starting a new division, if you're just mowing and you want to start into fertilizing, like this is where your kind of your goals are. And this is more of the big picture, the big vision of those opportunities. Um, So those are still something that you want to make sure that you're capitalizing on. You do research on, you find out ways to find avenues for you to get to that point. Those are where you can go, where you need to go and where you need to grow. Um, and the last portion of the, the SWOT analysis is the T, right? And Paul, I'm sure we'll get into some questions of each, but I want to kind of go over a quick, quick totally. layout of all of this them. This is good. I got to um, implement this. So the T is your threats. Once again, outside factors, nothing. It could be inside too, but focus on external threats. Um, so this might be right what we're dealing with right now. Uh, supply chain issues, fuel prices, um, being sued by a customer, having a sexual assault claim, like internal of your customer of, of your company. It could be a workers' comp claim, like somebody could get severely injured. That's a big threat. It could be a fa- a much a bunch of different things could be in that threats. But the same thing with those threats, you want to try to move them into opportunities. So. Let's take fuel, for example. We know fuel is going outrageous right now. It's a big burden on everybody. Okay, how do we look at that and create an opportunity with that threat? Do we need to move to all electric equipment? Do we need to implement a fuel surcharge? Do we need to create more route 
density. So once you kind of lay those all out on a whiteboard or a big piece of paper, you can start looking at it and identifying what are some options to rectify or to ensure that this doesn't happen. Right. And even with workers comp claims or sexual harassment claims or accidents, that's an easy one to implement right away because the opportunity with any of those is, is that policy in our handbook? Are we doing safety trainings? Are we ensuring that our equipment and our PPE are properly in place? So without seeing all that stuff on paper and constantly revise or revisiting it, you don't know what you don't know and you don't know what's going to happen or what could happen. So we do it all the time and I do it personally um, because I want to know what's the biggest hurdle or what's the biggest wall that could come that we have to try to scale. Because if it is fuel and we're dependent solely on fuel, then we're going to be in a world of hurt if we don't have a plan in place for when that does happen. So you're kind of looking in the future of what ifs, what if this, what if that, what if this happens? Um, Because you don't want to lose your business. You don't want to lose money and you don't want anybody to get hurt or get uh, anything to be damaged. So you have to have those things in place for the what ifs of those threats. This is so good. I'm going to actually try this. So uh, do you use a whiteboard or do you use a sheet of paper for you personally when you do this? And do you do this for your personal life as well as the business or how do you um, do this SWAT? Yeah. So if it's by the business, we've got a giant like six by eight or six by 10 whiteboard in our conference room where we'll just quadrant out everything and everybody gets to share what we're good at. We can see what last months or last quarters were for personal. I mean, I'll just do it by myself on a piece of paper. I mean, it doesn't take a lot of space, but you can still write out everything you're good at. So what make, what are some of your strengths? So for me, I love being around people. I'm a people person. I can talk easily with people I've never even met, strike up a conversation. Um, I truly care about people. I want everybody to be the best version of themselves. Some weaknesses might be, you know, I'm, I work too hard or I work too, too much time out of the week or whatever it might be. And then just different opportunities. So if an opportunity is to, for me personally, is to get a license in a different industry or to start another company, or, you know, those are more of my goals. Like there's an opportunity to buy this apartment complex. So what's the plan for, for getting all that stuff done? Or is it maybe wait for another quarter or two to revisit it? And so there's, there's two different ways, right? So one, the personal way, I mean, you maybe go through it with your significant other or your mentor or somebody that's a coach, um, but that's stuff to improve yourself, your personal self, your personal family, um, your, your future as a, as a human being. And the business is completely separate, but maybe a lot of your personal SWAT is stuff that can be implemented into your leadership of the business. This is so good. Now, when you're doing the business side of things, how many people are in that conference room when, when you're putting the input onto the board of your strength, weaknesses, opportunities, and threats? I would recommend, I mean, it could be one person, but I'll usually pull together our leadership team or our office staff because they're the ones that see everything like with HR, with billing, with customer relations with estimating. So the more people, the better, because it's not a, um, I mean, you can do it by the whole company if you want. And even if you haven't done it before, I know it's a busy season right now. So it's a little hectic to get everybody in one room, but do it in the winter time. Hey, here's where do we see ourselves from 2022 
And what's the plan to move these weaknesses and threats over to the strengths and opportunities category by 2023? So maybe it's a before Christmas break gets going and everybody goes out and spends time with their family, like take a day to go over that stuff. So that way, when you come back in 2023, you already know what the plan is. Like, hey, our big goal is to move this opportunity to fruition, or we need to put a plan in place to prevent these threats. And we need to solve these weaknesses. So we're a better company for our customers and our team. Yeah, this is a great idea. Now, how long does this take on the corporate side when you're doing this for your lawn care business? You guys are in that conference room writing on the whiteboard. Uh, How many minutes or hours uh, does this take to thoroughly go over? Yeah, I think you can get it all done in less than an hour. I mean, you'd know that you're going in there just for this meeting, like nothing else should be brought up. So it should just be on SWAT, but just to lay out everything on the board might take 15 to 20 minutes. Like it shouldn't take long if you know what you're good at or what needs to be improved on or what opportunities. So documenting it on the board should be quick. And then the time that's going to take majority of the meeting is going to be coming up the ideas or what's going to be put in place or who's going to be responsible for that. So if it's putting together Um, the policy on safety. Okay. Who wants to lead up this safety training? So we'd make sure that there's no accidents or who do we need to reach out to? So, okay, John, you're going to be working with our attorney to make sure that this, this, and this are properly documented. And so it's nothing that's going to be, you don't have to put it all to paper and create a whole plan that day. But that's just an overview to get everybody's ideas flowing to know what you need to create maybe the next meeting on or a one-on-one. If you and one other person, your main foreman, your main manager want to just work on one item together, that can be set aside any other day. But this is just for ideas. It's for everybody to kind of share what they think is going on great and what opportunities that they think we could be working on to create. Um, so I don't think it would take more than an hour. I mean, if it does, then you've got a lot of stuff to work on and then you're going to be stretched thin of, okay, what's, what's the next thing? Because now there's too many things to work on and you're just going way too detailed. So you want to make sure it's higher level. Yeah. And then for guys listening that maybe don't have, you know, seven or so divisions and 50 employees or, what not like your company has, maybe they're just, you know, working with one or two crews. Uh, you could just do it at your kitchen table. I think that's what I'm going to do is, is make the quadrants and write down my strengths, weaknesses and the opportunities and the threats and just do it on a, you know, on a smaller scale and just on a white sheet of paper. And I think it will. I'm, I'm actually going to really do this, James. This is a great idea, but I think it will help us to, to think and, and to really strategize um, for the future. Oh, for sure. And it's, I recommend if you're going to do it with a a notebook, just keep that notebook just for SWAT. So that way at the top, you can write down, if you want to do it every month, it's in my calendar, the first Monday of every month to do it at night. And you can flip back. You can see what the previous month was. You can see what the five months ago was. And are you actually following up and doing what you are committing to yourself to do, to move those into the strengths and opportunity uh, quadrant and see how you're tracking. So it doesn't have to be a ton of paper. It just has to be something for you as a, as a business owner and you as a a person can improve your life and can improve and, and level up your business. That's so good. And 
I see um, that you have kind of connected the SWOT processes and, and developing processes. So is there a correlation between recognizing in your business, oh, this is something that's a weakness. We need to get to a strength. How do you then kind of create a process around that to, to actually achieve your goals? Sure. So the processes are key to every business, right? So we need to know every single step of every single duty of every department in the business, because that's what's going to truly let you scale to the next level. Because if you don't document everything out, you don't know what the problem is. You need that data and and preferably in one centralized area or platform or Excel or whatever, just to track. So it's not so much for, um, one item, but it could, it needs to be for every single thing in your business. Like how do we put somebody new in that is a, think of it as a five-year-old that could be dropped into answering the phones. What, what would they need to do? So how do they need to handle the customer? What's the, the scripts, the call scripts, how do they ask questions to get them the right product or service? So that all needs to be documented all the way down to changing blades and sharpening blades. So that you as a business owner don't need to be doing that every single day or every month. You can delegate that once somebody's put in place, they can review this training process and easily know what to do. So for even with the SWAT, there has to be a process to move stuff over, right? So if a weakness is not following up for estimates, okay, how do we create a process for that? Because everything is processes. So we're going to make it so, you know, we're going to use a CRM maybe, and the CRM is going to send a reminder email one day after, and QuickBooks does that too. It's going to follow up with an email two days after and three days after, and then maybe on the fifth day, we're going to give them a call or we're going to shoot them a text. So that's still a process that you need to create for your own business based on one weakness. And then who's going to own that process? Is it going to be you as the business owner or could you delegate that to your mowing foreman or your mowing manager or office assistant or whoever that might be? So you have to have those processes in place first before you can just say, here, go do it. Right. Or this is a great idea. And then it just stops at a great idea and you never get it to um, optimally be used in your business or your personal life. Like there has to be a process in place to get it implemented. So typically that'll be a whole different meeting or it'll be you as the business owner. Okay. We know this is an issue. How do we solve it? Document and detail it all out or different ideas. And then you can bring it up to the team again or work one-on-one with somebody and then who's going to be taking care of it. And if you're just starting out, it's probably going to be you and that's okay because that's how, that's how I was. I would do a little bit of follow-up. I would do a little bit of customer service or surveys or whatever it is just to make sure that we improve that weakness of the company. Stop wasting time responding to website inquiries that are not in profitable service areas. Let my service area filter those inquiries for you so you know every inquiry will be in one or more of your profitable areas. My service area is a secretary for your website that will only allow good leads and inquiries through your website. This means no more looking up addresses and responding to people that you cannot service. Using my service area will allow you to focus on certain areas which help build 
dense routes. Daily miles traveled matter more than ever today, so knowing your numbers and how far you can travel mean everything to your success. Start saving time and become more efficient today with My Service Area. You can learn more at myserviceareacom forward slash Paul. Again, that's myserviceareacom forward slash Paul. I do hope you're watching the Almonds Shop Build on Caleb and Brittany's YouTube channel. Hi, it's Mr. Producer. Seeing the construction of the Hardscape Academy's headquarters come to life is definitely cool and satisfying. This fall, the Hardscape Academy in beautiful Fairfield County opens its doors, providing you and your team with hands-on training to improve skill sets and gain equipment mastery so you can supercharge your earnings potential. In the meantime, you can instantly access the Hardscape Academy's online training resources for paver installation, retaining walls, fire pits, step installation, or even schedule a one-on-one coaching call with the kid contractor himself. Visit thehardscapeacademy.com or use the link below to get the comprehensive guides and continuing education that will advance and empower your company today. That's thehardscapeacademy.com. The Entrepreneur Academy is your online destination for learning how to grow a successful lawn and landscaping company. Hi, this is Scott from New Jersey. I just wanted to say that Brian puts out some great content, definitely has helped me grow my lawn and landscape business. Just finished my fourth or fifth coaching call with Brian, and every time I get off a call, I'm definitely ready to go out there and crush it. I also just recently purchased the whole ball of wax from Entrepreneur Academy, loving all the content. Brian's definitely out there looking out for our best interest and trying to help us grow a bigger and better business. The link is in the show description. Make your business as successful as possible with training and resources from the Entrepreneur Academy. Hey, you. Yeah, you. You're out there in the field mowing lawns, making money, working hard. But for every dollar you make, you're worried. Worried that you spend too much, worried that you won't make payroll, or worried you'll generate a big financial mistake. Simply put, you don't know your numbers. You're not alone. The Landscaping Bookkeeper has helped dozens of eager lawn care owners organize their numbers, learn the language of business, and build a solid financial foundation. Start your journey from simply earning money to creating a long-lasting source of income today by scheduling a free 15-minute phone call at thelandscapingbookkeeper.com. That's good. What would you say to a guy who's just starting out that doesn't really have processes? It's just kind of like everything's in his head and he's sharpening his own blades. He's doing billing. He's doing sales. He's doing everything. He's what you, I mean, when we start off, most guys start off with one, you know, us. It's, we're doing everything. What's your advice to a guy who's just starting out to, to have that long-term vision of eventually every division of this company, you can't wear the hat and you need to get processes in place in case you do need to, um, you know, even if, let me put it like this, James, even if someone says, I want to be solo, like I want to be a solopreneur, I just want to, that's what I want to do for the next decade. But then what if they hurt their knee or their shoulder or something and they can't be, you know, now they got to go hire somebody. You need a process, even if you think you don't need it. So what would you say to the guy just starting out that doesn't have any processes and everything's just kind of sticky notes in his truck and in his head? Yeah. I mean, it's, a, to go back to being a solopreneur, I mean, there's there's a reason you want to do that. Is And I don't know if it's because you don't want the headaches or the hassles of having a big company. 
But you also have to look back on what are your goals? What's your your big vision? Because if you want to impact the lives of many people, if you want to have a big team of winners, if you want to be able to, you know, have people working in your company that make over a hundred thousand dollars, you're not going to do that as a solopreneur. If you want to help the community, if you want to do X, Y, and Z for the homeless or veterans, I mean, you can't do that as a solopreneur. You can, it's going to be very minimal, but how much better would it be to hand them a check for a million dollars instead of a thousand dollars? So it goes back to your personal beliefs first and what you want to do in your life. Um, But everything goes back to how to duplicate yourself because I've been there. I went from, you know, a couple guys to 20 guys. And as you grow, if you don't have those processes in place, it's going to be even more difficult. It's going to be more stressful for yourself. So if you're really good at whatever you're doing right now, you need to document it either by writing it out or by putting it in bullet points or a video or just pictures and creating that training manual, even if it's just you. So that way, when you do hire somebody on as a new team member, you don't have to be shadowed by that person for three weeks to show them how to trim or how to mow or how to fertilize. Like here's our detailed process of first thing is be aware with the equipment. So what's the equipment look like? Where's the start? Where's the stop? How's, how do you turn on the blades? How do you, you know, go through a, a normal yard? What do you look for? What's the safety? Because if you can get all that stuff out of the way, maybe in a classroom setting or just one-on-one or share that document with them before they start work, it's going to cut that training time down substantially. So for us, we went from a two to three week training into a couple of days because we went through all of that stuff before they get out into the field, before they put their hands on equipment, they know what to expect. They know how it looks, how everything operates and what's expected of them. So every single thing in your business can be documented with the process from phone calls, like I said, to billing, to marketing, to estimating, to sharpening blades. You need to start documenting everything you're doing. And right now might not be the best time because we're so in the spring rush and everybody's trying to get sales and everything else. But if you don't take one hour a week or a couple hours a month out of your, your schedule, just to work on that stuff, it's never going to happen. And then it's going to turn into a bigger headache because you need more people right now. You hire four more people, you hire one more person, and then you get stressed out about it because they're not doing what you want them to do, but you didn't take the time to put those processes in place of how to do it properly. This has been uh, very helpful, James, and uh, I definitely have uh, an assignment here. I'm going to implement this uh, strength, weakness, opportunity, and threat and uh, do this SWOT analysis and then, you know, take action on it and and get the proper processes in my life and my business to to grow and and to scale and to get to that next level. So this this has been very, very insightful and, uh, you know, I'm going to definitely take away the um, quadrant and then fill it out. What are some of your strengths and weaknesses right now on a, on a personal level when you filled yours out last month on the Monday or whatnot, what's kind of your strength, weaknesses, opportunities, threats as we head into the summer? Sure. I mean, the, the strengths are, are ongoing there. I know they're always there, but I think I mentioned it a little bit or a couple of them, but there are, you know, I'm, I, I love people. So either it's meeting new people, but I truly care about people too. So I want everybody to be the best version of themselves. And I think that's what 
makes me different. Like I want people to succeed in our company and in their own companies and around the world. If, even if they're not in the industry, like I want everybody to just be better humans to help more people. Right. Cause then it's going to make everybody's lives easier. Um, my weaknesses are more of a time management because I just pack my schedule. I'm not married or have a girlfriend, same as you, Paul, but I tend to just keep packing my schedule. I need to start creating time to focus on just me and maybe not doing so much. And that's something that I'm going to constantly be working on, but everything that I'm doing is still based around helping people in my day-to-day schedule. Um, Opportunities. I mean, I love real estate, so I know there's opportunities to develop land I've got into commercial, into a new building, um, find apartment complexes and get more into that and opportunities just to create a bigger environment for the green industry as well, just so we can all help each other. And the threats, I mean, there's, there's ones that always come up every single month. I mean, right now it's how do we battle inflation? How do we battle supply chain issues? What's, what if the, the government says that our city or our town can't have um, gas powered equipment. That's going to affect not just me personally, but my business. So I need to always think about like what legislative is coming down the line that could affect any of my businesses or tax structures, like what taxes are or tax rules are coming out that are going to make me pay even more in taxes um, based on whoever's in office versus somebody that's more pro-business that wants to give tax breaks. So a lot of that stuff, you have to just plan out as well. And from, from that standpoint, that once that makes me want to get more into real estate for the write-offs. So I'm already planning all of that stuff around each other. And, but you have to be aware, like if this happens is my house in jeopardy, is my business in jeopardy, is my family's future in jeopardy. So, um, with all of those, I mean, it could change by tomorrow. We don't know what's going to happen. And that's the the beauty of it is we're all just kind of in this, you have to be able to pivot and adapt to every situation. But if you have it in the back of your head, then you know that, okay, I've already kind of planned for this. Now we just need to go this route. So there's always the what ifs going through my head every single day. What if this happens? What if this happens? What if um, this opportunity presents itself? Do I have the funds to purchase this business or to create this new building or whatever it might be? So you have to just always be looking at what could come out of it and what to prevent any downside in the industry or in the government or in the supply chain. That's so good, James. I appreciate you kind of sharing with us your your personal strengths, weaknesses, opportunities, and threats. So everyone listening right now, I guess we have an assignment. Maybe you've already been doing this, but uh, this is the first time I've ever kind of heard about this uh, quadrant thing. I've heard Robert Kiyosaki talk about quadrant, and I played four squares a kid with the the little ball you throw into the squares. But, um, you know, I, I made a little quadrant on my yellow pad here, but I'm going to do it on a white eight and a half by 11 sheet of paper and, and really kind of go through, you know, my strengths, weaknesses, opportunities, and threats. And I, I think that's just a great way to analyze. I think we all subconsciously do it. You, you know, anyone who's an entrepreneur, we're always doing this anyway, but to actually write it down, I think will will kind of make us face reality a little bit more of, especially those weaknesses and threats. And, um, yeah. Go ahead. And Paul, Paul, do you have one that just came up in your mind? Like what's a weakness or threat that you'd like to share that I might be able to share some outsider's well, perspective? Well, 
one of them is the time management. I just started, I, I tried to do this for a while, James, is, is to take a, a day off, like a Sabbath day. And so I try on Friday night when the sun goes down till Saturday night until the sun goes down is to take that 24 hour period off. And I failed yesterday. I was like, all right, I'm going to take a 24 hour rest Sabbath. Just, you know, go to the pool and turn it off yesterday. And I, you know, here I am, I'm, I, I caved in and I'm on my email and I'm doing video editing and I'm, you know, listening to Dan Kenny talk about sales. And I just, my biggest weakness is time management. Like you said, I I'm, I'm, don't have a wife. I don't have a girlfriend yet, but I want to, that's, that's a opportunity. That's, mm-hmm. I, I want to have a wife and I want to have a girlfriend. And I know when I do, you know, that progression, girlfriend, the wife, I, I can't work the way I am now. Cause I just, I'm, I guess it's good, James. I love what I do. I mean, I, I can't stop it. I just, it, it fuels me as passionate. I get lost in hours like this podcast, you know, we just, we did a, we bashed a few other episodes. Like this is fun for me. I, I don't consider this work. I mean, it's work, but it's, it's fun. I, I enjoy doing this. And so my biggest weakness is, is the same as yours, that time management. Um, I guess they call it a workaholic or, or, or whatnot. And I, I just have to make an adjustment there or a tweak there when I bring a, a woman into my life that I can ma- make that relationship, you know, successful. Sure. And even, is there something that you can delegate or, I mean, down the road, that's oh, yeah. be an assistant, right? Do you have an assistant that can take over some of that stuff? And then that should be like almost an opportunity um, that presents itself. Okay. This is where I'm spending a lot of my time right now. But then when I get a personal assistant, that should be the goal because then they can do this, 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 this to give me back time with the family or to give me back time to do whatever I want to do. Um, so that it could go from a weakness to an opportunity as well um, until you get that, that put into place. But if you already recognize it, that should be on like your vision board too. Like I will have a, an assistant or somebody that just takes care of video editing, even if it's not a full-time assistant, maybe it's a virtual assistant mm-hmm. and they're going to be doing my emails Cause I can't wait for that, that time to happen where like, I don't even have to look at my calendar. I'm just like handed a coffee. Here's this, here's this, here's this. I took care of all of this for you. Awesome. Let, let me go focus and, and be the best I can be in what I'm good at. Yeah. That's really helpful, James. So that's one of them. My other one is, is my gut. I'm trying to get flat abs. So that's a weakness. Uh, I, I, my goal is by July 4th and I, this, this, episode might come out after that, but, um, you know, I want to have this flat stomach. I used to have, you know, my abs are popping out saying hello to everybody. And then I started eating pizza and burgers and, and, uh, got a little carried away with my diet. So now I'm trying to fine tune it, but it's easy to pack the weight on. It's hard to trim back and get the, get that flat stomach. Oh, for sure. But it's still something you're, you wrote down and you're aware of it. So what's, what do you need to do to to improve that lifestyle. And then it's going to make you a better person all around. Like if you have that confidence, you know, you can, you know, take on anything else. And if you get into that regiment, um, so it's just by writing that down, you're aware of it. And now you're going to unfortunately be thinking about it every single day going forward because you just wrote it down and like, shit, I need to get back in the gym. I need to do this. I need to right. not put the pizza in my mouth, but order cauliflower crust pizza or whatever it is. <laughs> but, um, but this is the whole point of this, exercise is so that we can be more aware of where we stand right now or what we need to focus on for the future. 
Totally. Well, I appreciate it, James. I'm definitely going to implement this um, both kind of personally and, and in my business and uh, see how it goes with this analysis. Hopefully, you know, help me get some traction to, to even take all this to the next level. So is there anything we're leaving out here that needs addressed? You know, I think that no matter it's it's kind of the same as everything we've been talking about over the last couple of weeks, too. But as long as you just know this isn't a quick fix. It's not going to be changed by tomorrow, but it's where you're at and what you need to work on as a leader, as a partner, as a dad, as a husband, as a business owner. Um, it's something that's going to take time. But if you just have the focus to work on one of those things or in downtime, how do I move this threat? Because it could happen at any day and prepare for it. So the biggest thing is that you're aware with everything that's going on and who you are and trying to be the best, the best version of yourself. Well, I really appreciate you laying out this SWOT analysis for us. Um, James, can you let people know how they can find you on the interwebs? Of course. Yeah. I'm on all platforms. James Mansky, M-A-N-S-K-E. And uh, even my website, jamesmansky.com, you can reach out and get more information as well. And um, like I said, if, if you ever have any questions, I'd, I'd love to see other people's SWOT analysis. So shoot me a DM or email me or however you want to send it and let an outsider, if you don't have a spouse, if you don't have a team of people working with you, share it with somebody that you're comfortable with. So share with Paul, share with myself, whoever you have in the industry that can just look at and say, okay, I'm stumped on this one, how to move this weakness into a strength. Like there's other perspectives that will, that will turn on a light bulb of how to do so. So let us know how we can help and, and make it a great month with this new SWAT um, information and how you're going to change stuff over into the next quarter, the next month. Cool. Well, I really appreciate the insights, James. And thanks again for being a special guest on the program. Thanks, Paul. As always, appreciate being on and helping you guys out. Well, guys, I hope you have enjoyed today's special guest, James Mansky. He's been on the program quite a bit, and uh, we actually filmed the interviews and put them up there on the YouTube channel. Our YouTube channel is called Green Industry Podcast. So if you want to actually watch James and I, uh, you can do that on the YouTube. Check out our Green Industry Podcast channel. We just put a whole bunch of fresh new videos there from our summer tour. And uh, so we're trying our best, guys. I know for a while there's a lot of requests to video this. And, you know, Joe Rogan and Gary V and these guys, they got big budgets. Dave Ramsey, they make it look so easy. And uh, so we're trying our best to, to whip out the video cameras and remember to hit record on the uh, podcast equipment, on the video camera equipment and get all that edited. And, and um, you know, I like to do everything as world class as possible and as, as nice as possible. And so um, the more I get into this stuff, the more I realize, man, there's a lot that goes into it. But uh, nevertheless, we're trying our best, guys. And you can watch this content over there on our Green Industry Podcast YouTube channel. Also in my hand here, Mr. Producer, I got a nice little magazine or what is it called? Pamphlet magazine uh, from the Equip Exposition. And so it is previewing their trade show that's coming up October 18 through 21. It's in Louisville, Kentucky. And it's in Louisville, Kentucky every year in October. It used to be known as the GIE Plus Expo. They changed uh, the name this year and have a little bit of a changing of the guards of the uh, leadership and whatnot of the show. And it's exciting because 
Um, the folks who are running things this year, they really understand the power of this podcast and our, our community at large um, with the various influencers. And so they've actually given us the main ballroom on the main day. It's super cool, guys. On Thursday, October 20th, 2022, uh, there's going to be a couple events and they're completely free with your um, once you have your registration and your badge for equip, then you can go to these events for completely free. Um, they're at the Kentucky Exposition Center. The first one is at 8 a.m. on Thursday morning from 8 to 9.30, and that's our Influencer Live. And so the Kid Contractor Podcast is going to be there. Uh, Naylor from LCR Media, myself, and we're going to be interviewing, I believe, Andy Mulder. Um, I think Alex Kirby is going to be there. Mitchell Gordy. I'm not sure the whole list, but um, we're going to be inter in interviewing those guys. And you can come and sit in and watch us do a podcast live from the main ballroom there at the Kentucky Exposition Center in the main event center uh, room there. And then in the same room, I believe, later on in the afternoon at 2 o'clock p.m., this is the first time they're ever doing this event, uh, they're going to be doing an event called Energize. And this is going to be hosted by Brian Fullerton, Mike Andes, B&B Lawn Care, Blake Albertson, and myself. And so two big time events all happening on Thursday, October 20th. And these are completely free uh, with your Equip Exposition badge, which right now they have available. You can register and get that badge for only $10. The way the math breaks down on that is they have for a limited time, what's called early bird registration. So you, you register early and it's only $20, but then um, we have a promo code, Paul, that's going to save you an additional 50% off. So you can actually register for a limited time for only $10. And so Marty will put that link in the show notes for you guys. And all you got to do is click on that link and it will automatically get all your um, discounts and everything for you. So you can just register and uh, get uh, get in for $10. And then you probably will get the same magazine I got because uh, it's pretty nice, man. I'm looking through here and uh, just kind of shows you to lay the land for the event this year. And uh, from what I'm hearing, it's going to be a huge turnout. So a lot, a lot of folks are going to be headed to Louisville uh, this fall. And uh, I really look forward to it as well. So again, the dates are October 18 through 21 in Louisville, Kentucky for the largest trade show in our industry. They'll have an indoor um, place with, you know, all the big brands in our companies uh, in our industry are going to be there showcasing their latest and greatest. Then they'll also have a demo area outside where you can try all the, you know, mowers and power equipment and skid steers and all that fun stuff. And um, then in the indoor building, it's a huge exposition center. Um, they have their event center as well, where they have the big ballroom where we'll be um, doing these events. So I'll have more information in the future, but uh, capitalize on getting the early bird registration and getting your badge ahead of time and all of that because you'll see when you go there there'll be a gigantic line of people that will show up and register on site and it's a huge clunky waste of time and money because they have to pay full price and um our promo code and stuff like that doesn't work um the day of the event it, it, it's only for the uh, people that register online and things of that nature so uh get get, get ahead and uh, click on a link in today's show notes and register for the equip exposition and Looking forward to hanging out with you guys in beautiful Louisville, Kentucky, this October 18th through 21. Thanks for listening, friends. Smash that follow button and hope to catch you on the next episode of the Green and Street Podcast. This has been a Jameson Media and Mr. Producer production.